Welcome to episode 98 of The Wonderland. I'm your host, Jeff Healy, and this is the final episode in season six of the show, after which we'll be taking a break for a few weeks while we consider whether or not to clean the windows or, I don't know, maybe get someone else to clean them, depending on whether or not they'll do it for free, or at least at a substantial discount, because these days it's important to save money where we can, right? I mean, you know, not because we have to, but because it gives us something to do between producing episodes. Or at least something to think about. Or something for little Kev to think about, because I don't think he thinks that much. Unless we're actually doing a good times, and then I think he thinks quite a lot. At least I think he thinks he does. Anyway, it's food for thought. Especially if you're not that hungry. Speaking of food... Who here likes cherries? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Well, a few of you then. Well, you know, I don't think I really had cherries until I was about 15. And I got a job in a fruit shop. The sole purpose of which was to earn enough money to buy a cheap Sanyo stereo cassette deck, which at the time, being 15 years old and obsessed with music and starting to become interested in hi-fi, was my main goal in life. Not that the cassette deck had anything to do with the cherries, per se, I just thought it was worth mentioning. Was it, though? Nah, probably not. But look, in any case, up to that point, I think the only cherries I'd had experience of were at home in a jar in the kitchen pantry. And these were those maraschino cherries which my mum used for baking, and which I accidentally discovered were utterly disgusting during one of my nocturnal fact-finding missions in said pantry. And I only say that maraschino cherries are disgusting because they are and should feature prominently on a list of foods never to be eaten by anybody. Anyway, before I get sidetracked by that or indeed before I go any further with this thought, I want to assure all of you that I am not about to launch into a monologue about the relative merits or otherwise of sugared fruit, but am only using that questionable foodstuff as a springboard into the Olympic-sized informational swimming pool of theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to Theory Time. Anyway, back to my job at the fruit shop. So one day I find myself doing something or other in the big freezer at work and suddenly there are these big cardboard trays of shiny round dark red things with green stalks on them. Curiosity gets the better of me and the next thing you know, I'm trying one. The result? These frickin' things were amazing and I think I consumed another 20 or so on the spot just to make sure. Needless to say, this turned out to be one of the defining moments of my gastronomic life. My opinion of cherries changed forever and they immediately became my favourite casual snack fruit, as well as the main reason for continuing to work at said fruit shop for way longer than I needed to. And you know, they're still right up there today, along with red musket grapes, which are also amazing but mostly impossible to get, from your average fruit shop. 
Anywho, look, all of that leads me to the expression cherry picking, which is something I never had to do at the fruit shop, as the cherries in the fridge had obviously already been picked, but which, as many of you know, means to just take what we want or need from any given situation and nothing more. Now, I've got to admit that the expression sounds and feels a bit negative to me in a way, but I've decided that when it comes to certain things in life, and social media in particular, cherry-picking is the only way to stay sane, in the face of the ever-present temptation to go down that rabbit hole of entertaining but ultimately meaningless drivel for hours at a time. Because, let's face it, there is a seemingly bottomless pit of come hither stuff on the likes of Instagram and YouTube and TikTok and Facebook, a great deal of which amounts to little more than clickbait, i.e. a waste of time and somebody else's way of making money by getting your attention, but some of which can prove actually useful in one way or another. Of course, it's up to each of us to decide what you need or what you want in any particular moment, but if you're anything like me, you'll find that less is more Meaning in this case that the more good or useful information you access in one session, the less of it you're likely to remember later. Also, everybody's cherry-picking technique is going to be a bit different, but I really do believe that it's the best way to get the best out of what's out there without being unwittingly dragged down into the sludge of a whole lot of other crap with no redeeming value whatsoever. Now having said all that, I also want to touch on a somewhat related thing, possibly not for the first time on The Wonderland, and it's the tendency for many of us to judge the choices of others in all sorts of areas where I believe it's not appropriate or helpful for us to do so, especially in relation to why so-and-so is spending so much money, exerting so much effort, taking so much risk over something that's really not worth it. Well, maybe it wouldn't be worth it to you or me, we're not so-and-so, are we? And we can never be. So that, in my mind, makes any external judgment kind of meaningless. In this case, I think it'd be good if we were all to remember one simple principle, and it's that the actual cost of a thing, monetary or otherwise, is directly relevant to the amount of value that the person concerned personally gets from whatever that thing is. And so, my advice... Let's get out there, stop with the judging already, and let the cherry picking begin. This is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for our double-barreled and hopefully useful edition of Theory Time for today. Ah, music. It was my first love, and it will be my last. Yes, that's an appropriate statement, but an absolutely awful, contrived, wet, and cheesy song, in my opinion. Wet and cheesy. Hmm, there's a disturbing combination for you. Unless we're talking about mozzarella, because that is wet and cheesy, obviously, isn't it? I mean, you know, when you take it out of the plastic bag and, yeah, use it. Anyway, it's now time for Song of the Day. And today's offering is an excerpt of a funky little number from the latest Northeast Traffic album, released in 2022. And this is... 4B4. Take a listen. Where I started from. Where I came.
Just a taste of 4B4 from Northeast Traffic, a progressive rock outfit from Rhode Island in the US. And you can check out the rest of their albums and singles on any of the major music streaming services. Now, way back in the distant mists of time, as in during the first episode of Season 3 of The Wonderland, the podcasting world experienced the birth of of what is now universally recognised as one of the most significant regular events in its history to date. A five-minute segment so indispensable, so revolutionary, so utterly mind-bogglingly compelling as to be possibly worth listening to in the background if you don't have anything better to listen to. Yes, it's... Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Kev, hey Jeff, hey, hey, uh, now hey is something that horses d- eat, but y- how can you eat? That's what my parents always used what, to say. They yeah. ate it. Don't say hey. Hey is for uh, horses. They, they, were, they were pretty smart. They, they, they were the ones that called you Kevin, weren't they? They called you Kevin. Wow. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah. Pretty anyway, smart. let's yeah. leave that subject right there. Now, Kevin, you have a story. You recently got rid of something that I found very, very useful at your home, and if you, re- well, yeah. you were you seem to be shocked that I, I didn't was have it anymore, because that's part you know? of my my history at your house, Kev. 
Okay. Okay. Well, let's just spring into it. Um, listen, um, I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah. That should be going there. All right. Anyway. We're talking about a trampoline, folks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we were we're on on the phone and talking something about what what I don't know what we were talking about. It's much like this this podcast. Exactly, we have to be no honest. idea. We never know what no, we're talking no. about. Anyway, and so the idea of the trampoline came up, and 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 you mentioned my trampoline. I said, well, we don't have it anymore. So what do you mean I don't have it anymore? I said, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, T has grown up now, and you know, there's no need for it anymore. And then. And we came on this idea. We came, uh, yeah, we did because basically, everything that you buy for your kids is going to get thrown out someday. So my contention to young Kevin here is, why not dispose of it before you even buy it, just to save time and money? Exactly, Kevin. Over to you. So yeah, so imagine you just go into the store and say, "Listen, there's a number of items here. It's a, it's a kids store, right? So there's a number of items here. I think I'm just going to preemptively remove them." I'm not going to use them. I'm not going to buy gonna them. Re- they just need to be removed and disposed. Eventually, of. nobody needs no any one of does. it. They need to they be disposed. Do, honestly, of. Yeah. so I've so I've dug this deep pit outside of your outside of your <laughs> store, and I've got a forklift ready to go. Oh, that's, that's, you know, see, so, I do. You know I what do. I mean? Now, yeah, like like I was recently, you know, like hogtied and forced to buy a motorcycle for my daughter, and I'm thinking. Why am I doing this? She says, well, Papa, it makes complete sense. I'll be independent. I won't have to call you late at night to come and pick me up somewhere. I can drive there, drive back. It's perfect. Everybody else has, has one. I'm thinking, yeah, not for long until everybody has a driver's Very license. True. Very true. Right? Oh. And then suddenly on the side of the road, all you see are disposed, like, <laughs> motorcycles, mopeds, right. just, like, littered on the side I see of the it road. all the time. Uh, cars, like, I see it all the time. Them. And it's a disgrace. And it's a waste. And, and, and yeah. also, what bugs me, Kevin, is that you had to be hogtied in order to agree to that. Somebody had to tie you up like a pig. Well, why else? Uh, tie you up like a pig. Did you have exactly. an apple in your mouth or something when, when she was saying, Papa? No, but I think it was a suggestion from my wife. She says, like, Put an apple in your mouth. Tia, you have to talk to your dad about this. It's a tickly subject. I think we got a hot time. Put an apple in his mouth, tie him up really tight with his really big ropes, and then say, Papa, can I have a motorcycle? That sounds logical to me in a sense, in a way. Yeah, but yeah, right. but yeah, but but it's like children, children who have parents, parents who have children. You all deserve each other. That's what I would say about that. But um, yeah, there now Kev, uh, having said that, there's something else I want to bring up which you're not expecting, and I love it when I do this. I I do. I don't know if you love it, but anyway, oh, the subject time sensitive. I love this uh, or this expression, time sensitive. Does that mean that if you walk past somebody with a watch and they suddenly, you know, clutch their heart and fall over with a, with a coronary, that that person was in fact time sensitive? They were, you know, you shouldn't have gone. You should, uh, you should not were. have gone near him with that grandfather clock. Why do you think they call it a grandfather clock? Because grandpa is time sensitive. So. It's on the other side of the room. His chair is on this side of the room. And that's what that whole expression means, Kev. That's what it means. So is that the thing? So so as a grandfather or yes. grandmother, you become, you suddenly are now time well, sensitive. Well, I think you could be you're sensitive to a lot of things, I think. I mean, I'm I'm not one, um, and there's no sign of me I'm ever, not, well, not unless there's things that we don't know about things, but, and we don't know no, nothing about anything, right. I think, Kev. 
We don't know <laughs> about, nothing, man. Nothing about, about, about nothing. nothing. We don't know nothing about nothing, anything. Or it's so something. true. It's you so true, Kevin. I mean? But uh, time sensitive, yes. Um, you know, he's. It's a politically sensitive subject. It's like this word "sensitive" is just being bandied around. You know, we're just being wrapped in cotton wool. Yeah. You know, oh, it's a sensitive. I'm a bit sensitive. Oh, I think he's a bit sens- sensitive. Sensitive, sensitive, Kevin. I say. Listen. I know people that are podcast sensitive. Look, and why wouldn't you be after listening to this? Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And why indeed. And Little Kev and myself will be back with more good times, as always, on the very next episode of The Wonderland. Now, you would have heard me banging on about the value of education on one of our recent Wonderland episodes, and I really do believe that it is the most important thing when it comes to securing the future of the planet. And if you think for one second that I am now going to segue into the next part of our show with this thought, you'd be absolutely right, because here's Jeff's Thought of the Day. Welcome to Thought of the Day, and this literally is my Thought of the Day, because I was taking a shower this morning, and I was literally under the water when I thought it. So get out those pocket calculators and go figure. Anyway, it occurred to me that every single person you ever meet is a teacher. Kind of. Because everybody has something from which we can learn, be it positive, negative, or whatever. Now, this sort of learning can't replace an institutionalised education system, of course, because the mechanics of our society requires a bit more than just life lessons. And therefore, we do need teachers who are specialists in certain disciplines and subjects, which is why homeschooling, which sounds like a lovely, cute, cuddly, warm, fuzzy concept, is not generally considered to be a terrific idea, unless you have absolutely no choice. But you know, when I think of some of the cockwombles that I've met and had to deal with in my life, and if you're wondering what a cockwomble is, that's Tasmanian slang for a really stupid person. Even they have something from which we can learn. So for that reason, I think it's a far better thing to just thank these people for their contribution, either to their faces or otherwise, then get pissed off with them, because getting pissed off with them is not going to make any difference one way or the other. And thanking them might confuse them. And that could be the beginning of some kind of awakening on their part. Right? Well, maybe. It's worth a shot, anyway. But that approach isn't easy, though, is it? I mean, it's natural to get angry when people are bloody idiots. And whilst anger, too, has its place, I think most of us have trouble keeping that particular emotion to a useful minimum. Also, and perhaps more importantly... We should never forget that all of us, at one time or another, has been or will be a bloody idiot as well. And yes, possibly to the extent of qualifying for temporary cockwomble status. And even that is a lesson. Or it should be. Finally, on today's thought of the day, I have a little nugget which is not connected at all to what I've just been talking about. But I've just remembered it. And it's worth mentioning anyway, so I'm going to mention it. Now, you will often hear the subject of menstruation 
being discussed and how women do have a very tough time with the symptoms of that time of the month. And fair enough, because it's definitely a thing and obviously a real bastard to have to put up with the physical symptoms, terrible mood swings, headaches, etc, etc. Now, conversation about this subject is sometimes accompanied by a statement along the lines of, well, at least you guys don't have to worry about periods every month, do you? Uh, wrong. Because there really is such a thing as manstruation or irritable male syndrome, during which a guy can experience some pretty shitty stuff as well, including depression, fatigue, mood swings, irritability, headaches and back pain just to name a few. And no, I am not making any of this up. Scientific research has proven that IMS is a very real thing, based on the fact that male hormonal levels also rise and fall regularly, sometimes as frequently as every 24 hours. Being ill, changes in diet or weight, stress, lack of sleep and being over 30 can make the symptoms worse apparently, but Anyway, girls, a little sympathy if we seem to be occasionally off for no good reason. And guys, understand that you may well feel off on a regular basis from and for reasons beyond your control. Now, go away and leave me alone. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And that's it for Thought of the Day and today's episode of The Wonderland. And of course, that also wraps up Season 6, Three Birds with One Stone. Well, I hope you enjoyed the ride as much as I have, and as much as little Kev has, although we don't want him enjoying it too much, you know, for obvious reasons. Anyway, if you liked today's episode, please do leave us a rating or a comment and spread the word about the show, because we make a point of doing no advertising whatsoever. Partly because we're cheap, but mostly because there's already too much advertising out there for everything. And word of mouth is the best recommendation anyway, if you ask me. And should you feel like dropping us a line about anything at all, you can email us at jeffswonderland at yahoo.com or via my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com. So... We are now going to take a break for a few weeks, during which we would encourage you to do pretty much anything you want to do, as long as it's legal and or not overly risky, because we are already looking forward to bringing you more thrills, spills and chills on the next value-packed season of The Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Wonderland.